glory to the Lord. Today I'm going to share a very important message that it had been a map road for my life. It had been a, a compass for my life. I'm going to share my heart to you today. Jesus said in Matthew 5 verse 8, Jesus said, the pure in heart will see God. What Jesus said? The pure in heart will see God. And today's word is, how can you live purely in a filthy world? How? How can you live purely in a filthy world? And I want to start reading the passage that uh, I'm going to talk about, Psalm 119, from verse 9 to 11. And if you could you read with, together with me? How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me astray from your commandments. I have hidden your word. Do not let me astray from your commandments. I have hidden your word in my heart that I, I might not sin against you. Let's read this last verse. I have hidden your word in my heart that I not sin against you. I'm going to ask you again, how can a young person live a pure life? How can man, you, woman, to live a clean life and walk in obedience to God? Young people, are you listening to me? Young people, are you listening to me? Yeah? How can you live purely in a such a filthy world? How? How all, all of you? Because the Bible says, those who are pure in heart shall see God. How can we live in a world where immorality, impurity, perversion are everywhere? How can you be pure? And the Bible says that we live in the midst of a perverse and crooked generation. And this is God's word for, to you and to me. How can you live a clean life in one unclean world. Do you think it is possible? Yes, it is possible. It is possible to live a clean life in one unclean world. Amen? Say to the person next to you, it's possible to live a pure life. But how? The Bible gives the answers. You can live a pure life by turning your attention to God's word. Hallelujah. 
You can live this life by turning your attention to God's word. And maybe you have already entangled, or maybe you are already morally compromised. How can you get clean and pure? Because I know some people, they are mixed in this world. How can you become clean again? How can you make things right? How can you begin to walk in holiness before God? How? By turning your attention to God's word. By turning your attention to God's word. This is why I said that I am talking about my life to you. I am opening my heart. Because we live in a rotten, dirty, and fallen world. Right? And only when we hear the word of God, we read the word of God, and we keep it in our hearts, only then the word will deliver us from sin and to give you this heart, pure heart, that one day you will see the Lord. Let's, last week, I told you about my testimony of my conversion. Did you, do you remember? Sometimes I am ashamed of my past life. And I, and I, I had a dirty and impure life. But when I, when I was, was born, I born again, I was born again, the first thing I started doing, I started reading the Bible. I fall in love with the Bible. This is, I started reading, 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 reading. I loved reading the Bible and memorizing the Bible verses. Because I was hungry to know God. I want to ask you, are you hungry to know God? Are you hungry to know God? If you want to know God and don't read your Bible, sorry. If you don't spend time with this book... You are not going to know God. Because here is a revelation of God. And I had a very dirty life before. But I started reading the Bible. And keeping memorizing and keeping the Bible in my heart. And years later, later after my conversion. Uh, I I, I, I remember I was still single. I was dating Fabiana, but I was still single. And I was studying away from my family in another, another city, far, far away from my church. And no one knew me there. No one. And then one day, but I, I was committed to the Lord. And one day, I was in a coffee shop. One night, I was in a coffee shop just to eat something, some sandwich. When a beautiful young woman came next to me, she approached me, and she looked at me and, and said that I was very attractive. And she said, would you like to spend the night with me? It was... 18 or 19 years old, very beautiful girl. 
And my first thought, I was away from my church, away from my family, away from everybody. And my first thought was, no one will know. My first thought, no one will know. But as soon as that thought came to my mind, then the word of God came to my, that was in my heart came. The pure in heart will see God. Wow. Then I looked to that woman and I said to her, no thanks. I went home alone to my apartment, alone. The word that it was in my heart, God spoke to me to that, to that word. And the word of God protected me. The word of God will protect you. Amen. The word of God, when you keep it in your heart, will protect you. Some, I'm going to read verse 10 again. 10 and 11. I seek you, Lord. With all my heart. Do not let me astray. From your commandments. I have hidden. Your word in my heart. That I not sin against you. When we put God's word in our heart. It keeps us from wandering off into error. It will keep us from sinning. Against him. Notice what he said. That I'm not sin. Against you. Did you know. When you sin. The first thing. That you break. Is your relationship with God. Is the first thing. But also. Part of your life will be destroyed. And third, this may impact, your sin may impact many people around you. When you sin, not just you are going to be destroyed. Your spiritual life, yourself, and people around you, and people from your family. Do you remember about David? Think of David and his sin with Bathsheba. Do you remember? His sin influenced and impacted Bathsheba's family. Her husband end, ended up dead. Or killed. As a consequence of David also. We see that Bathsheba's child was dead. And years later. Also you are going to see Absalom. David's son. Try to take over the kingdom of his own father. Also, this same man, Abisalan, his son, he had intercourse with his, the wives of his father in front of all Israel. Also, Abisalan murdered his own brother, Aminon. <laughs> And you are going to look at his life. And you are going to see a lot of consequences. Because of his sin. 
and the story of David and Bathsheba demonstrate that in life, every wrong choice will result in disastrous consequences. In life, I know the Lord will forgive you because the Lord is merciful. He will forgive you, but he's not going to deliver you from the consequence of sin. You can be sure about that. For example, if you kill someone, the Lord can forgive you. But I'm sure you are going to go to jail. That robber that was with Jesus, he was saved. He repented from his sin. Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. But what happened with him? He passed away. God can forgive you, but sin has always its consequences. You're going to see that David's sin affected his family, the family of David, and also affected the nation of Israel terribly because of his sin. And we're going to read a verse. When David talked about his sin, Psalm 51, verse 4, Look what he said. Against you, God, only, you only I have sinned and done this evil in your sight. Then the first thing that sin affects is our relationship with God. And that is the most important that you have to consider. Because when you sin, it's our relationship that is broken. And there are people, they love God. They serve God. But they have no fear for God. You know what is the fear of God? Do you know what is fear in God? Who here knows what is fear in God? Fear in God is not to be scared of God. How can you? How can you be scared of someone that you have to have an intimate relationship? There's no point. To fear God is not to be scared of God. To, be, to fear God is not to be afraid of God. But those who fear God are terrified of being away of God. Like when you fear God, you're going to say, Lord, I don't want to be away from you. I need your presence more. Your presence is all that I need. Because how can you be afraid of God? Like, do you remember when Adam and Eve sinned against God? What they did? They hide it from God. Why? Because they had their sins. And they were hiding their sins. But the Lord is calling you to have a, a relationship with love. Like intimacy relationship. Then you need to be terrified of being away from the Lord. Amen? Not to be scared of God. And the, the word of God in our hearts produce fear. When you keep this word, you read it, 
and put it in your, word, in your heart, then the fear of the Lord will come up on your life. And then you're going to fear him and say, Lord, I love you. And I, want you, I don't want to sin against you. I don't, want, I don't want to be away from you, Lord. The verse 11. I'm going to read it again. Your word. Let's read all together, please. Your word I have hidden in my heart. That I might not sin against you. Lord, I don't want to sin against you. Because that's my primary concern. When we put God's word in our hearts, the first thing that the word does keeps us in the path of holiness. Next point. The word of God will, will protect us from deception and temptation. Proverbs 2 verse 1. Let's read all together. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands in within you, if you receive my word and put the, the word of God in your heart, it will protect and help you, and you when you are tempted. I have another testimony about my own life. Uh, when, I was, when I started dating Fabiana, I received some guidance how to date. Because I came from the world, and the world has one kind of relationship when you are dating people. I think you know how it is. And when I started dating Fabiana, I received some guidance from my, our pastors how to have a relationship that pleases God. And I said, God, I want to please you. In obedience to that advice, we put it in our hearts, say, I'm going to do that. Then I dated Fabiana for three years and eight months. And these three years and eight months, I didn't touch Fabiana's body, or nor did we kiss the lips of each other. No. Why? Because we received from God. And the Bible says for us to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. And then, my, in that time, I remember many of our, our, my friends in the church, some of them didn't obey that. This is a, something that everyone should listen. Like I am teaching all of you. I am teaching about purity. I am teaching. But some of that people in, in, in my church... They didn't follow these steps. And then, years later, most of them were divorced and their families were totally destroyed. And Fabiana, thanks the Lord, Fabiana and I, we are married for 33 years and still in love for each other. Amen. Everything, yeah, thanks the Lord, yeah, glory to God. But everything we plant, we're going to reap. Or everything like we are planting. The Bible says if you sow in the flesh, we're going to reap. We're going to have the harvest. Then be careful. When we put God's commandment and his word in our heart, it protects us and blesses us. Amen? Amen. Proverbs 6.22. 
says, when you walk, it's talking about the word of God or the commandments of God. When you walk, the command of God, what do you do? Guide. You guide you when you need. When you sleep, they watch over you. When you are awake, they speak to you. This is when you have this, the word of God in your heart. And you are going to try, just to try. To, I think I'm going to go to that direction. No, 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 no. This is, don't go. Listen to me. Then the Holy Spirit, you use that word. David said, I put your, your word in my heart that I'm not going to sin against you. And this is what we, we need to do, church. We need to put God's word in our hearts. But there are, there are some Christians that they still know the word of God, but they don't keep it in their hearts. For example, I'm going to give some examples for you to understand. There are some Christians, they still lie. They use lies. Even though they know that the Bible te tells us not to lie. Yeah, but they are using lies. Christians, for example, disobey their parents, even though they know that the Bible tells us to honor our parents. For example, Christians know they should tithe, give tithes and offerings. But many people doesn't even know they know. Christians, for example, stop going to church. They say, no, this is not important. And sometimes some of them go, no, I go when I feel that I have to. <laughs> when I, I feel that, uh, okay, today I'm going to go to church. Even though the Bible says for us not stop going to the church. Christians do not obey authorities. In the school, at home, everywhere, in, in their job. They don't obey authorities. Even though the Bible says for you to obey. And I could talk about many different areas. Many people, they know what they should but they are taking different. And what I'm teaching you is so important. Why? Lord brothers, I know some people for not keeping the word of God in their hearts, for not listening us, the directions that we gave to them, advices. Some people, they were in the church in the past, and today their lives are destroyed. Some of them, their family are destroyed. Their finances are destroyed. I cannot say names or anything, but I know many people. They are destroyed because they did not have, had the, have the word of God in their hearts. And because of that, they entered in the path of immorality, destruction, prostitution. And because of the greed... They lost even their money. And not only that, they destroyed the, their family, relationship, their marriage. Sin always has its consequences. 
I know this word is a little bit heavy. I don't like, but I, I have to preach sometimes. <laughs> I'm not here just to make you laugh or to, to smile every time. Amen? But this word is so important. Sin always has its consequences. And soon or later, you will pay the bill. Did you listen to me? Sin has its consequence. Soon or later, the bill will come. Next point. When you keep God's word in your heart and obey it, you have a fruitful prayer life. What, what you, are going to, you are going to have? Fruitful prayer life. John 17, 7 to 8. Let's read all together, please. If you abide in me, Jesus speaking, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and you will be my disciples. Wow! This is a powerful verse. Jesus said, if you abide in me, and if my words abide in you. Did you know this word, if, is a big word in the Bible? <laughs> if, is a big word in the Bible. Jesus is talking about prayer bearing fruits. He says, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you. There are some people, they say that they are abiding in Jesus. They, they are part of the body of Christ. But his word is not abiding in them. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then what are going to happen? Something in your, in your prayer life are going to be transformed. And you, you, maybe you are going to ask, Pastor, when I know that his word doesn't really abide in me, when do, I, when do I know? When you start making your right decisions and acting according to the word of God that is in your heart. When you start acting according to the word of God that is in your heart, then it's because the word of God is in you. It's, it's simple. Your obedience, then it's because the word of God is abiding in you. Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will pray according to my will, and the Father will be glorified by the fruits that come from these prayers. Hallelujah. <laughs> Listen what I'm going to say now. If you have a, a, a pen, could you write it down, please? If you have a pen, you are, you are right. Prayer does not make faith work. Faith makes prayer work. What did I say? Prayer does not make faith work. Prayer, faith makes prayer work. And what, what is faith? Faith is the result of the word that abides in our heart. 
Did you get the point? Faith is the result of the word that you read, you kept is inside of you. Then your faith will work. Hallelujah. Because it's fruit of the word. And also to finish, each one of us, we are storing some words in our heart. Did you know? Maybe you are not storing the word of God. But you are storing, you are keeping. Maybe the word of your parents. Maybe the word of your boss. Maybe the words of the social media. Maybe the words of some some people that are on the media speaking many things and you are listening to them from your, the moves or whatever you are receiving and you are keeping these words in your heart, some personality from, from social media. And we all, we all here, we all have words that drives our lives, Okay? You have been driven by some words that is in your heart. And it's very important to take a look at the words that you have in your heart. And what kind of words that you are, you are allowing to take root in your heart. Please. Are you listening to God's word? Or some, or some people, they learn something with their, their parents. That's not biblical. There are people who ignore the word of God and make their own decisions by listening to the words they received from someone else. All the decisions that you take are, are based on the words that you have in your heart. And I want you to read Luke 6.45 that says a good man out of the good treasure of his heart what he, he brings forth good and the evil man out of, out of the evil treasure of his heart bring forth evil for out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Can you see the problem? Where is the problem? What are you putting in your heart? Put the word of God in your heart. And it will protect you. Why some people, even they are believers and they are fighting... Some people, they are believing they can't relate with people. Even some people, they are in church and they speak bad words I cannot understand. Why people shout at people and don't know how to be polite? When you are provoked, when you are under pressure, what is inside comes out. This is the point. What is inside? comes out from for out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks what you have in your heart will impact your life 
and the life of those who are around you. I want to read this, another verse that is important, Matthew 12, 33. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For the tree is known by what? But it's fruit. Brood of vipers. How can you be evil? Speak good things. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man, the man of God, the woman of God, a good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bring forth good things. And one evil man, out of the evil treasures, bring forth evil things. Your words and your actions show the kind of tree that you are. What are you bringing forth into your marriage? What? What are you bringing forth into your cell meeting? What? Are you blessing? What do people think about you? What are you bringing forth into your children? Some people are bringing just bad things to their families. Bring bad things to their careers, which will lead bad example to their children. What you have in your heart? I want you to, let's stand up, please. Please, keep connected to me. We are just finishing in a few seconds. If you want to be protected, if you want to be protected, if you want to live a good life, start reading this book. Not just for you to know. Put it in your heart. Because this book will protect you. This book, the word of God, you bring fear into to your heart. And you're, going to not, you're not going to be afraid of God. No. Because he loves you. But you're going to be terrified and say, Lord, I don't want to be away from you, Lord. I don't want to sin against you, Lord. I don't want to be away from you. This is, should be your heart. Because he loves you. And every time you sin, you are going to start destroying your life. You are going to destroy your family. You are going to destroy relationships. You are going to destroy the life of others. And you need to have this fear. But nowadays, the believers, they lost the fear of Lord, the Lord. They do not have anymore this fear. Please close your eyes. Close your eyes. Start praying. Maybe you need to repent today. Because what you put in your heart will come out of your life. In your mouth. And will affect you spiritually, emotionally, physically and financially. What you have in your heart will affect your relationship with people. 
it might drive people away from you. And you are going to be isolated. Many people, they live isolated. Because of what they have in their hearts. Please, you need to remove this poison from your heart. All this unforgiveness, this negativism, bitterness towards people, towards the church, towards leader, co-works. Oh, take away from your heart, please. You need, you need to, to be set free. Forgive people. When you keep these evil things in your heart, you are sinning against God. And you are breaking up your relationship with the Lord. Then now it's time for you to pray. And ask, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I want to have your, the, the fear of the Lord in my heart. Because it's the beginning of the wisdom. Lord, plenty, I want to read. Maybe you need to ask, Lord, forgive me. Because I abandoned your word. And I want to, to put your word in my heart. And your word you protect, you guide me. Father, we, we pray, Lord. I pray for all my brothers and sisters, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you can produce repentance in our, in our heart. Holy Spirit, move here right now. Lord, we want to have the fear of the Lord in our hearts. Not to walk in the flesh, but to walk in the Spirit, Lord. Lord, we want to have the Word in our hearts in order for not to sin against you, Lord. Lord, in Jesus' name, forgive us. Forgive your people. I pray for everyone right now. I pray for those who are listening to me here, those who are listening to me in the, on the internet. Lord, please forgive our sins because we have sinned against you. Maybe some of us, some of them, they are entangled. They are, they are living a sinful life. I pray for deliverance, Lord. Help us to go back to you, Lord, to your presence, Lord. Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray, Lord, Restore our lives. Please pray right now. Pray your own prayer. Say to the Lord, Lord, I repent for being away from you. I want to be near to you. I have sinned against you. I have abandoned your word. Maybe you abandoned the word of God and you are coming back and say, Lord, I want to be hungry and thirsty for your word. Please pray right now. Raise up your hands and talk to the Lord. Repent from this kind of sin and say, Lord, I want to listen to your voice. I want to put good things in my heart. Because, Lord, from my heart, I will bless people. I will bless my church. I will bless my family. I will bless my relatives. Oh, in Jesus' name. Maybe you are going to say that you, you don't have time, but you have time to seek the Lord. You have time because you have time to check your social media every day. You have time to watch your favorite show. And you have time to meditate in the Word of God. I know you have time. And you need to repent from our sins. Now say to the Lord, forgive me. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. And I bless all my brothers. And we are turning, turning back to you, Lord. To the Word. We want to be intimate with you. 
This is our prayer. Lord, I pray for every person here. And those who don't know you, Lord, I pray for salvation. Forgive their sins, Lord. In Jesus' name. Those who are drinking or any kind of addictions in their lives. I pray for deliverance, Lord. I pray for salvation of those who are away from you. Those who are listening to my voice, they can be blessed. They can feel that how much you love them. And you want to, to have them near to you, Lord. And I bless all of them and declare salvation. In Jesus' name, Lord, we repent from our sins. And you turn to you, Lord. You turn back to you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray and we declare we're going to serve you faithfully. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we give you the honor and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to you, God.